0: This war represents a failure to listen.
1: Release your anger. Only your hatred can destroy me. Something terrible has happened. I find your lack of faith disturbing. Anger,
2: fear, aggression, the
1: dark side of the force I may. Let the past die. Kill it if you have to. No, no, you're still holding on. Let go! Biggest problem in this universe is nobody helps each other. That's how we're gonna win.
3: Not fighting
2: what we hate, saving what we love. Hello, and welcome to Who Shot First, a Star Wars controversy podcast. I'm your host, Alex.
3: I'm your other host, Ethan.
2: I'm special correspondent, Sarah. And today we have a very special guest, Chris from BroAxiom. Hello, Chris.
1: Hey, how's it going, guys? Thanks for having me on.
2: Absolutely. Thank you for coming on. Could you tell us a little bit about your podcast, BroAxiom?
1: Sure. Broaxium is a, uh, it's, it's, it's a network of, of a bunch of, you know, passionate Star Wars fans. Like our motto is no drama, no hate, no clickbait. You know, we don't really get into any of the, we don't trash Star Wars or anything like that. You know, it's all positive. It's all, it's all love for, uh, for, you know, this, this franchise that we've all loved our, our lives. On Wednesdays, we do a show called Quick Shot, which is a comics, a Star Wars comics preview show. We do nine, non-spoiler reviews or previews of that week's Star Wars comics. We also have um, the Star Bros podcast done by Ben and Jan, which is a a, a family-friendly Star Wars easy listening podcast, as I call them. And we have Shooting the Poodoo, which is our live show we do on Sundays, which there's no true form to the show. It's just Star Wars fans talking about everything under the pop culture sun.
2: Very cool. Awesome. All right, so today we have Chris on our episode today because we are talking about a very tricky subject. Mm. We're actually going to break this into four different parts because we're going to do an episode on today, which is our marketing of Finn as a Jedi throughout the marketing of The Force Awakens in an attempt to court the African-American audience to come see a new Star Wars film and then we will be break the character down in subsequent episodes in The Force Awakens, Last Jedi, and The Rise of Skywalker so we'll be breaking him down separately but so today we're just going to focus on the marketing of Finn and what certain group were led to believe was going to happen and were basically it didn't so any thoughts on that, Chris?
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, like I, I've, said, I've said before on, on different different uh, shows, and just when I'm on Chick-Naputo and I just go off on the whole Finn uh, subject, but when, when you first, he's the first person we see in the teaser trailer. You know, he's the first person that pops up. And then in subsequent teasers and and different images and character sketches, like official character sketches and all that stuff, you see him with a lightsaber. Not only any lightsaber, but the the legacy lightsaber, the, the you know Anakin's lightsaber. Yeah. And for me, you know, being a fan my entire life, and also being black, that is um, it, that's something that I always wanted was was a uh, you know like a a major character, a like black leading character in Star Wars, and we finally got it. it you know, of course I love Lando and and, and Mace and, and all that stuff, but um, they're tertiary and, and and secondary and tertiary characters. But Finn was the first main character, main black male character. And I was so happy, so happy that we finally got that. And to see him with the lightsaber, I was, that just opened up so many different possibilities and, and things that I've always wanted to see. And, and then kind of had the uh, uh, rug ripped out from under me when I went to go see the movie. And I still love the movie, you know, don't get me wrong. I still uh, still love the movie, but how they advertised him hmm if you look at it like you know like around the world, like uh, uh, I know China, their poster for Finn uh, like Finn on their poster was like he was he was tiny. Yeah,
2: yeah, they shrunk him.
1: yep, yeah, yeah, they yep. shrunk him down and that that was that was a bit of an insult. I think the one thing with with the advertising is they they did kind of bump him up a little bit. And then when the movie came out, it was something completely different. So I don't know if it's if, if things changed in production and they just got cold feet and decided to go another way. Uh, it's, it's tough to say, but yeah, we were led to believe one thing, and then the movie came out and we got something totally different. So that that kind of if if I had one thing to complain about within this, within Star Wars, it's it's that. Yeah. Right. Yeah, uh,
3: I wonder too. Like while while they were making the movie, I mean, I think they always had the intention of of creating, like having the movie revolve around Daisy Ridley. Mm. But I, I'm just I wonder too if if during that production or even during like the like the development of the marketing for it, if there was even a discussion about you know hmm, if we maybe if we could get more African American people in the theater, should we create this idea or this poster that it's gonna be you might have a bigger deal just to try to get more people in the seats you know i wonder how much thought actually went into that marketing or if they were just totally like didn't think about it too much and and didn't realize the impact it would have Mm -hmm.
1: yeah i think that's part of it yeah i don't don't think they realized the impact that it was going to have and Mm You know, I know JJ Abrams and he tries to do the whole red herring thing, you know, making us think it's one thing and it being another. (laughs) I'm like, I get it, and that's cool. But on in this instance, I I think it was it was like the wrong message to send out as far as that red herring went. Because you got a whole subset of fans that were so proud and so happy, and then I'm a janitor or I'm a custodian or something like that. You know, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Oh, we're Um, gonna yeah. That'll, that'll definitely be a lot talked about in our next episode but yeah no the definitely of of yeah you build him up and you have him what like because he's he's holding the the legacy lightsaber numerous times yeah. so mm-hmm. it's and to me also I just watched the trailers again and the first lines of the entire trilogy is there has been an awakening
1: have you felt it?
2: And then he pops up and And he's just like, oh my gosh, what's going on? They're telling you this guy is force sensitive. Like this is our main guy. Yeah, this is a pivotal
3: character. This is our
2: pivotal character. Like he is in charge and yeah, he just kind of gets, and this is, this is a beef that I have with JJ of just like, he does, he loves loves his red herrings. Mm -hmm. A, a, A minor argument that I'd like your opinion on that came out before Tross came out. It was a, not a bait and switch, it was a bait and see. That was the argument that it was a bait, not a bait and switch, but a bait and see. And then Mm. things didn't go necessarily how they should have gone. But a lot of people were arguing that he was not necessarily, like they marketed him that way for a reason. And so Tross was supposed to be his movie to come in as like he is the Star Wars. he is a, a, a Jedi, that kind of thing and then Tross just kind of ruined like something went wrong there they got cold feet again.
1: Yeah.
3: and Tross is, Tross is the rise of Skywalker
2: just
1: to yeah yeah clarify. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I could definitely see that. I mean they showed they showed hints of his force sensitivity definitely in force awakens.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and uh, I think in the beginning, when he decided not to shoot, that was one thing. You know, he's trying to break that indoctrination. Wren singling him out, like on Jakku, mm-hmm. and just having that that eye to eye with him for a second. Of course, when Finn noticed the destruction of housing and Prime before anyone else, while he was on Takodana, yeah, those were things that they they just they didn't they didn't really um, fire on. Even in, in Rise of Skywalker, everything was vaguely alluded to, which was yeah. still like. I was like, uh, oh, come on. Like just 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 let, let, let's let's go over there with this with the force sense mm-hmm. sens- uh sensibility. But they wanted to or sensitivity, but they wanted to keep the focus on, on Ray and and, and mm-hmm. Ren. And you know, I get it, but yeah, they definitely let that the Finn character fall to the you know fall to the wayside for sure.
2: So Sarah and I have had a com- lot of conversations about this, and we've discussed how Disney has an issue with picking an issue, if that makes any kind of sense. So like they, they chose, they tried to have, like they cared more about feminism in this instance of like trying to get the woman character in, in, in but then trying to bait and switch you. And so they kind of forgot about the racism piece mm. and like <laughs> how, cause, cause there, there are a lot of instances in Force Awakens that are kind of racist. And so, and it's just like, they, they don't, they're just, to me, it's the, 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 the travesty is how much he was built up. Again, back, back to the marketing of like, if you didn't build him as high as you did, I don't think you have as much of a problem. Right. Yeah. It's again, it's the, they want to talk about, they tried to push him forward of like, oh my gosh, we've got the first black stormtrooper. We've got the first black main lead. And we're trying to show you, like, hey, we're we're multicultural, and then you put it in the movie, and you're like, that's not actually how this is. This we're not yeah. we're not that way.
1: Yeah, I, I think that you know, for them, lessons. I, I think they learned some of those mistakes, and and you know, apparently, Boyega and uh, you know, had a had a chat with uh, Kathleen Kennedy, and and you know, on on his grievances, you know, with, with how Finn was handled. Ah, uh, so hopefully that doesn't happen going forward. I, 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 just, I hope that's the case, and and they've they've sort of learned their lesson, and, and like hopefully, like when things happen live action wise for like the High Republic stuff, where they really came out of the gate as diverse and dynamic as as they could possibly be. Uh, I'm hoping that you know, uh, going forward, that is something that's more commonplace is people of color having leading roles, mm-hmm. you know, male or female or, or otherwise.
0: Mm-hmm. I. I think this whole conversation is fascinating because I remember at the time and the circles that I was in and the fans I was engaging with, the conversation was so much more about Finn being a black stormtrooper and like people needing that explanation of like, they're all supposed to be, you know, clones of Tamora Morrison. And so then, you know, to have, be introduced to this debate you know, kind of after the fact of the sequel trilogy to me is just fascinating because, you know, depending who you're talking with in the fandom, you're having very different conversations about Finn and his role in the movie. Because I know pre Force Awakens, I was talking to my friends and, you know, people online about Finn being a stormtrooper. And it's like, you know, you have to let the movie explain, you know, it's kind of weird to think that you just keep cloning the same guy and not have recruits and, and things right. like that. So to me, that's what I find so fascinating, and I'm so grateful to be having this this conversation. It is to just learn about what I missed on the other side.
1: Yeah, yeah, and, and that was one thing that was that I thought was funny. Like, oh, was it, what do you mean he's a black stormtrooper? I'm like, yeah, they were all conscripts. I'm like, yeah, they didn't they didn't you know continue the the clone mm-hmm. operations after after a while. But yeah, these are all conscripts. So I mean, there's you know there's more types of people in the universe than than just you know you know white dudes. So yeah, yeah, you know, black black stormtroopers are gonna happen. There have there, been plenty, I'm sure, under all those, under all the buckets. I'm sure there have been more. But and that was the one thing that that drove me a little crazy, is Finn had just as compelling a story as Ray did.
0: Mm-hmm, had
1: yeah. just as much of a mysterious past. And sometimes even more compelling to me, because this is the first time outside of Han and Luke, we've seen a stormtrooper take their helmet off you know and those guys are just in disguise and you know of course you know finn was a straight up stormtrooper we've never had that live action before and you know the, that was that was that was a first and and that was something that was super compelling whereas ray's story is compelling too it's just so is the the finn one but it seemed like you know people even even like you know the, the, the fans they wanted to focus on ray and who her parents were and, and all that stuff but uh, i was more worried about Finn, where he came from, how did he break this indoctrination? Yeah, and and, and one one of the other things is, uh, and and uh, my friend uh, Prince, who has a, a, a channel called Urban Acolyte, he was the only one back in like uh, uh, after, before and after Force Awakens first came out. His videos focused a lot of his videos focused on Finn. No one else is doing it. Everyone just focused on Ray. Now Finn, who was then called Sam, in the script had a yep. much more action-heavy role and was more uh, uh, efficient with that lightsaber, and which is like a more confident person. And then they went and dialed it down a bit once they had the Finn character, you know, finalized. And like, you know, Boyega had trained hard with that saber and then they changed the dynamics on him. So, you know, I, I don't know if that's just getting cold feet with, with having this... Uh, Action-heavy, you know, main black male lead, and just wanting to elevate the, the you know, uh, the, uh, the other female counterpower. Like I, I don't, I don't know, but yeah, that that was a little, yeah, that that does me the wrong way a little bit that they they uh, kind of like nerfed him heavily in that in that I, first. I,
3: I wonder too if they if they had like focus groups about that too of like they they told certain group of audiences about this is what this character is or anything mm. like that and how they responded maybe influenced them but I'm glad you brought up his Finn's backstory because that I thought was something totally unique and something so fascinating that we hadn't seen before the idea yeah. that of a stormtrooper just realizing the atrocities he was committing mm. and and trying to break that sort of that hold that the First Order had over him yeah. they really just like rush that They they yeah. really just like he has that that revelation of oh this is bad, and then you know ten minutes later it's okay. I've I've decided to defect, and then boom we're that's it. We're sort of yeah. just sweep that away to make room for Ray's big story, and and that whole dynamic he had with Captain Phasma, mm-hmm. I thought was something way more interesting that could have been pushed forward. And it it just yeah all of his all of his really interesting plot points they totally just put on the back burner and or you know barely focus on until it's convenient
1: yeah there were so many there's so many avenues they could have gone with with that character and his his leaving the first order and maybe having problems like after breaking that indoctrination and 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 uh dealing with that you know like after after force awakens i was like okay now i need to see like some star Wars adventure with finn and poe you know, infiltrating the First Order and and trying to break the indoctrination of different stormtroopers to help bolster to get them away from the First Order and bolster the numbers of of the uh, of the resistance. You know, maybe even have it where where some resistance people don't trust him. He has to kind of work up that trust uh, a bit mm-hmm. with them. There were so many avenues they could have gone with him, but they wanted to stick with the well, let's say make him a coward and he's trying to run away. You know, that sort right. of
3: thing. They played him too safe they just yeah. played everything so safe
1: yeah and 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 Boyega's got so much acting range they could have they could have done it and he would have knocked it out of the park but you know we got what we got and and like I said I still you know like I I still loved all three movies especially Last Jedi but I still loved all three movies and you know hopefully going forward like you know we got Disney Plus now to help kind of hopefully correct some things
3: (laughs) yeah uh, bridge that gap yeah
1: yeah yeah give him you know give him some kind of series and you know for me he doesn't have to be a jedi or anything like that but you know if they want to you know continue in the uh him learning about the force and learning about his abilities and and then really getting into into his character making it more of a character driven series for him and dealing with you know his time in the first order and being ripped away from his family i'd love to see something like that yes No, I, I
2: agree. I, so in a little bit of my research, I, I very much think that, uh, Disney got cold feet, Mm -hmm. but also I, I'm not, I'm not sure a lot of people know, but, but Finn and Poe, those characters were swapped. It was actually, Poe's character was supposed to be, was supposed to be the African-American and then they, and that's why he didn't have anything after, um, like that's why he's basically gone from the the movie for mm-hmm. that big part. When, once they escape, because mm-hmm. they didn't have any plans for him, they just like we're gonna we're gonna get rid of him. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, we're gonna switch this character, and then now we're gonna put uh, Oscar Isaac. But now, oh, Oscar Isaac's so cool, we're gonna have him come back. Yeah. And so you're like, we could save we could save this character if he's not black. Like yeah. that. That was that was a weird. Like I don't know. I don't know how much I'm reading into that. But I was just like, that's a that's a,
1: yeah. And, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. That thought process. It could go. It can go a few different ways with that one. And I'm not. I'm not sure which one is going to be, you know, correct. But I know that the Sam character who later turned into Finn was supposed to be a white character because, because if yep. I'm not mistaken, Sam Witwer was supposed to play that character, mm. or was in line to play that character, and then. And then he said, "Like you no, know, things changed. Uh, dynamics of the character changed, so uh, I didn't get the part. Something like that." He had said, "If I'm not yeah. mistaken, I think it was one of like, there were rumors
3: of there were rumors show. about
0: that." Yep. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. I don't know if I like that.
2: Sim, would we're being the main character? No. no,
0: I hadn't heard that before.
1: Yeah, that was something uh, like like years ago. I think it was it was a Collider interview or something like that that they mm-hmm. had, that he had mentioned that like no one else had really like uh, uh, <laughs> responded off of that but i was like oh now it makes sense okay like that 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 stuck with me when i heard that mm-hmm. yeah
2: no it's just to me it's i i have to to shout out a couple po- uh the podcast sisters with sabers
1: mm-hmm. as
2: a podcast that has really opened my eyes to a lot of issues in star wars like i think a lot i think i've i like to think i've been open had my eyes open for a lot of things but like with finn i i mean i know with sarah and i we've talked of like when we watched we were again our discussions were not about oh my gosh finn is a lightsaber like he's he's force sensitive it was about his him being a a stormtrooper but like through other other articles i've read like it was a huge huge thing for the african-american community where it's like there is a black person that can use the force he can do all these cool things that has only been to for a select few and he is now the main character and the fact that he goes head up goes like in the trailer in the final trailer they have him go one on one with the big bad kylo ren Mm -hmm. and you're like this is really cool like this is going to be big and then I mean yes he does go technically head like one on one with him but then he gets taken out and Yes, you have that big empowering moment of Ray like catching the saber, which is really cool mm-hmm. and really empowering to a lot of women, I know, but you're still like, this could have been marketed better. This could have been done better. So you're not setting us up to like this, this is going to be the guy. And then it's, nope, it's Rey, Raise yeah. the girl.
1: And I was absolutely cool with like the both of them being like, you know, the the, 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 the protagonists, like co-protagonists. Mm-hmm. When, I, when I watched Force Awakens for the first time, and after a while, like a lot of the attention was going to Ray. And it was at one point where Rand is talking with one of his subordinates about BBA getting away from Jakku on a YT 1300 freighter. The droid stole a freighter. Not exactly, sir. It had help. We have no confirmation, but we believe FN 2187 may have helped in the escape. <laughs> The two were accompanied by a girl. What girl? And and he's like, yeah, and there was a girl with him. And he's like, and he's like, and then like, you know, force chokes his uh, subordinate and says like, you know, what girl? Yeah. And uh, like the focus went on there. And I turned to my friend, Mike Roker, who's also part of Roxy. And I was like, Finn is not the main character, is he? I was like, oh, this is all about her. Mm-hmm. Oh, they got me. Okay. You know, and I just went on with the, you know, went on watching. But yeah, that, that was, you know, it came to that little realization. And and then as things went on and he, you know, loses a couple of fights. And this is a person who, from short stories and, and books that were told before the movie came out, that Finn was a top uh, trooper cadet.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And, uh, you know, top marks, you know, excellence, all this kind of stuff. And... We see him with a lightsaber go up against. I know people call him TR Adar, but I forgot his. Uh, I think it was Nines or something like that. Uh, FN. TR, I I don't know yeah, the
2: name. Yeah, but, yeah, but um, yeah, the 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 traitor guy. Yep. Yeah,
1: yeah, and and you know he kind of gets, <laughs> and Finn gets you know gets his ass handed to him. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm like, but I'm like, but 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 I mean, it not just he's got a saber on him, you know. Yeah. And it just it, it yeah he he just has to get saved by people constantly. And then the bit of the nail in the coffin for some people when it came to Finn was uh, when everybody going to Starkiller Base and, and uh, Han asked him, like, what was your job? What was your job when you were based here? Sanitation. Sanitation? This is the uh, sanitation. And I hear a bunch of, like, I laugh for a couple of seconds. I was like, oh, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is... You know people are going to have a different opinion of him not knowing that that's the thing that soldiers do on right. on on basis you know they have more than just one job but people are like oh then he's just some useless janitor and he's nobody and that just it just takes away a whole bunch of credibility credibility for him and then people to start to you know equate him to jar jar and mm-hmm. and boy, i was boy. like mm-hmm. yeah um yeah it didn't help with like the little psych gag with the uh back to suit and and last jedi as well Agreed. um yeah yeah i I didn't like that they, you know they took this character who who when i first saw him and saw these things i was just so overjoyed and and i'm just like oh we finally got one and they're taking him seriously and he's gonna he's got the saber and i'm like oh he's gonna be so cool and and then you know i didn't get the fin that i was looking for until rise of skywalker yeah. And still it, it wasn't, it wasn't like, you know, fully the, the Finn that I was uh hoping I was gonna see. So yeah, it was it was it was yeah, they they definitely dropped the ball when it came to Finn. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And again to me it just it all comes down to like they haven't Hollywood in general doesn't have a great track record no. with treating people of color. And so like to do even to say that it's like, oh, it's a bait and switch. And like, it's, it's, it's meant to like, you are designing, trying to aim this at people of color to come see your movie. Like you were trying to get them in, into your movie and you did because a lot of them got in and then they all were like, oh. And so I think that, I think that's a thing that's a lot of people don't put into, into their thoughts of like, why like force awakens was so big and, the other movies were still still big but like not as like culturally relevant I think of like because you kind of burned a huge demographic that they're like this is what it's supposed to be and it wasn't and you're like oh it's a bait and switch you're like well we haven't been treated well so this is not you shouldn't be bait and switching us
1: right right Right. appreciate yeah right yeah i i yeah like i said you know i'm like i'm i'm all about a red herring yeah keep me on my toes uh that one was to me not done well and yeah that one kind of kind of stung a little bit i was so cool i'm like oh we got we got a female protagonist and 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 a black male protagonist like in stars i'm like oh i can't I, i couldn't even fathom it but they sort of made good to a degree in in rise of skywalker like uh there's there's scenes with you know you know for me there's scenes with Finn and Jana talking, yeah. and truth be told that is the first time in uh, how many movies eleven yep. movies where there are two black people talking and you know, are the focal point of a scene. Mm-hmm. I, I was gonna was I was gonna so ask you about
3: her. I was gonna ask you about how your your take on her character too, just briefly.
1: Yeah, i I, I thought the character was great. I think that that should have probably happened in, in Last year, like I said before, with with, with uh, Finn and Poe going on the Star Bros. adventures, you know, trying to uh, uh, break uh, some of the stormtroopers away. That's something that I, I thought could have happened there. But I'm glad that it happened regardless. You know, I just wish it would have happened a little bit sooner.
3: Yeah, and, and you're right, though. I, I didn't didn't even click for me that, that it was the first time two Black people were having a conversation, <laughs> just the two of them on screen like that in Star yeah. Wars before. Just yeah, something was- that just, like, yeah, it's like, oh, wow, that feels wrong, you know? Like, that, that was, hasn't happened soon.
1: Right, yeah, I hear you. And, and that, and that uh, yeah, just, like when I first saw I think it was one of the production shots they show of them both on those, uh, I just call them space horses. Uh, yep, yep. them. But uh, when they showed that, I, you know, I was like, wow, I'm like, I can't believe i And like, this is, I'm like, this is Star Wars. This is this is a shot from Star Wars where he's a, two black people on the screen, you know, on the screen, I, I just, it was it was uh, it was a great feeling. It was a great thing to see. And I hope that we get more of that going forward. And I think we will. I think it, mistakes were made and they're learning from those mistakes, I think and and, and things are going to start to even out a little bit as we go for, uh, as we go forward in production. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I think. So I think I think they're making tr- making steps forward. I don't think John will ever come back. Because I, he's he said, and from what I've understood, I think he said like he's just been burned too much, and he he's he said I think the only there's an interview he did where he's like I'll come back if they do Duel of the Fates, and that was the only like the the original script next. script for the episode nine hmm. is what I've heard, uh, but I'm just like because I while I would love to see more of the Finn character, and like them doing right by him. I completely understand of John Boyega just being like, I'm done. I don't want to deal with it because, because yeah, like we can, we can dive into this a little bit of just like, yeah, he got marketed as like this big, amazing thing, got reduced in the movie and then had to deal with such horrific racism outside of the movie yeah, and was never given any kind of really support from Disney. Like there, and that's the thing that bugs the the, the crud out of me. Mm-hmm. Of like, there was no statement of like, "You want to boycott Episode Seven? Do it. We don't want your money. Yeah. Like, yeah. we don't want you." Like, it's because and like, it's like because because yeah, the the whole hashtag boycott Episode Seven because we had a black stormtrooper. God forbid. Like, good yeah. Like, Disney did not stand their ground. Did not be like, "Hey, John, we got your back." Like, it was John had to step up for himself of, like, yeah, be man And you're like, good. Like, he stood up to it, but he did it on his own. Disney didn't yeah. help him. Nope. And, yeah, so no. That, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I, I thought that, yeah, those protests, uh, you know, those protests and, and, and all that kind of stuff were just ridiculous. Um, But, yeah, they should have had his back. They should have had uh Daisy's back. They should have had Kelly Marie Tran's back. Yep. There's John. a lot of people who, who really got... Like, oddly enough, Oscar Isaac didn't get anything. He's, he's Peruvian, you know, like, like, he's, yeah. he's, so it, it would just, yeah, it's, it's weird, but I mean, yeah. I'm glad he didn't, didn't, he didn't get any kind of backlash, but, but, but still, yeah, a lot of, a lot of these different people with these different thoughts of what Star Wars should be and who should be in Star Wars and who should be, you know, in the forefront. Uh, it's unfortunate, you know, um, like, you know, other people need their time in the sun as well. And, uh, and they, they just can't wrap their brains around that. And my thing is, if you don't like it, cool. all right, cool. cool. Yep. Go watch something else. You know? Sure.
2: Yeah. No. And that, yeah, that's, that's my biggest issue with Disney right now is that they are, this is, I say, like a bad thing about Disney buying the Star Wars is because they completely view everything as the bottom line and so they're like even if you're a racist we still want your money so come see our movie even if you're a homophobe come see our movie we want your money it's like you are a big business you need to step step up and stand behind your your team you cannot just accept this is happening and not say anything and then expect and then and then cater to things like with their again with their marketing of they of, of with their non discussion and barely like being only finally forced to to let gina carano go when she's talking anti-vax and transphobe and stuff like that and then and but then like literally they finally let her go and then for gay pride day they're like hey let's all be gay pride and you're like you can't do this you were literally like supporting a transphobe like Mm. that yeah it's again it's with this
1: market yeah yeah, they they've they've got some they've got some things learned like i said i i do think that they are getting better with it slowly but surely yeah you know uh you know like i said lessons are learned and 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 they'll get there they'll get there um i just hope that with their productions going forward that they uh you know really do have their their people's back you know more going Mm -hmm. forward so hopefully yeah Yeah,
3: i I wondered they should i mean i guess i didn't do uh, research into actual like the writers and stuff, but they should you know look into hiring more people of color to write these things too write you know, write these roles, write these scripts. Mm-hmm. What, and, and, what an and, interesting and, take that baby
1: and that and and that is starting to happen. you can see that with the you know these couple seasons of mando yep um that's happening as far as like like you know, Rick Fumiyama being a you know a director, I was like, yes, that's what I'm talking about. I need you know and he directed some great episodes. And, 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 you know, I'd, I'd love to see more of that. And that's one of the, like I said before, that's one of the reasons why I'm so excited for everything that's happening with the High Republic. And that I hope that when it comes time for you know, like a you know, live action treatments of any High Republic material, um, and they have such a, a, a diverse cadre of, of writers already, I think like, you know, all the bases will be covered as best as possible, I think. I hope so. Mm-hmm.
2: I tend to have too much of a cynic in myself of like, I want to, I want to give them the benefit of the doubt, but it's, it's, it's a struggle. Of like I'll, I'll be, I'll be pleasantly surprised,
1: hmm. I'll
2: be, but yeah, no, I'm,
1: I, I am forever hopeful. So yes. Yeah. Always,
2: always looking forward, hoping that, yeah. that it'll be better, but
1: yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah. Cautiously optimistic.
1: There you Absolutely.
2: go. Absolutely. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you very much for coming on, Chris. This is Absolutely. This a lot of fun and, Always trying to get different people on and different perspectives, man. Different perspectives and everything, learning new things. Cause, yeah, again, this, our discussion here, we had a lot more. I learned a lot from this discussion. So, Mm. thank you for having it with us and letting us know. So, absolutely, man. Where can people find you?
1: Uh, You can find me on uh, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under Chris Ryan's or, uh, you know, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter under BroAxiom. And uh, yeah, yeah, come check us out, you know, give us a like, subscribe and all that, all that good internet stuff.
2: Cool. Uh, and you can find us similarly at who shot one SW pod on Twitter, and then you can find us Facebook and everything. So thank you very much for coming on, Chris and everybody thank go you. give Broaxium a, a a follow and everything like that. And never tell us the odds.
1: Never tell us the odds.
0: Never tell us the odds.
1: <laughs> 3,720 to one never tell me
0: the odds people are counting on us the galaxy is counting on
1: us solo we'll figure it
2: out we'll use the force that's not how the force works
3: <sighs>
2: oh really you're cold the the african-american character was supposed to be finn's character and that's why there is what do you mean post character yes sorry 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 no in the for the phantom earth not the phantom <laughs> i'm off
1: and like e- even when I when I watch I'm said force of, uh Phantom Menace again.
2: Oh, I like that. Oh, okay. There uh. we go. Sounds good. I like it. All right. Thank you so and, much for and they never guys. tell me the odds. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. right, right. <laughs> no, that's good. That's going in. Thank you. All right. Awesome, dude. Thank you so much for coming on. Oh, no problem. Thanks, guys. Okay,